The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, and it's time to preview Monday Night Football. Oh, my goodness. Do we have an incredible game? Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try and sell it. Uh, I do feel bad that Mike McClure, a uh, good friend of the show and the, the mastermind behind the data engineering over at Sportsline, a prop machine and DFS aficionado, to say the least, has to come on for Pat's Jets. Are you excited about this game, man? I'm way more excited about Pat's Jets than I should be, and I know I'm more excited about it than the average person. I think this is a great opportunity from a prop betting standpoint, potentially betting a side in the game, and absolutely in DFS. All right, well, let's 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 make some money. I mean, I love – there's nothing like making money on Monday, whether you got paid out or had to pay out, depending on whatever happens. Whatever happens – I mean, hopefully everybody get paid, but let's get paid again. Um, Let's start with the – so the side has shot up to double digits that Sam Darnold ruled out over the weekend. Pats jumped to 10 minus 10 and the over under uh, has stayed fairly stagnant 41 and a half. I mean, not many points expected in this game. I I don't, it's weird because I I don't know that the jets are a great. I don't know that the Pats, like you would think the jets would be a good matchup for everybody, but the Pats are so bad passing the ball and so dependent on running the ball that I don't know that the Jets are actually a good matchup because they're kind of decent at stopping the run and you can gouge them through the air. But that was going to require Cam Newton to play really well with Jacoby Myers and Demir Bird. So what are your thoughts on this game, just looking at it as a whole and from the side in total? Yeah, so looking at it from that, you're, you're right. So the Patriots, all they want to do is run the football, which means they're going to run the clock, right? Yeah. That's going to help a lot. The Jets are probably going to end up trying to run the football still. But the thing that stands out the most to me, yes, Sam Darnold is out. Joe Flacco steps in. Joe Flacco is elite at times. Other times <laughs> he's not. However, the Jets' wide receiver court, it, they're healthy for one of the first times that we've seen all season. Uh, and I, you know, people might knock me for saying this, but the Jets have the better weapons in this game. They absolutely I, have better weapons. I think weapons. that is unequivocally true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just like Braxton Berrios, Braxton Berrios, who was a former Patriots player, might like he like he's he's the backup slot guy on 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 New York, but like he would be a good fit in New England right now. Oh, they, yeah, he would absolutely be starting for the Patriots right now. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Uh, so where I'm looking at here, I you see that total around 41 and a half. This Patriots team does not deserve to be double digit favorites, in my opinion, against maybe any team in the NFL right now. I think, I think there's a whole lot of line inflation built into the fact that this is Bill Belichick and it's the Patriots and that the Jets are, you know, 0 and 8. And I don't, did they cover, they covered against the spread yet? Um, I don't know if they have. I'll look it up. That's on me for not having that. Uh, let's see. Team rankings against the spread. I always love that teamrankings.com has the against the spread numbers. At, at any rate, you know what? Debo probably has that in the, in the, 
the rundown. I didn't even look it up. Devo does have it in the rundown. They're one and seven against the spread. Um, Monday mornings are a hellscape for me. So yeah, one and seven against the spread for the, the Jets. The Pats are just three and four against the spread. Uh, these, uh, these teams combined six and nine to the un, or no, six and nine to the over. I mean, these are two low scoring teams that just don't have any explosion on offense on either side of the ball. No, no explosion whatsoever. Uh, again, like I said, the, the Jets have more explosion. Uh, they sell out to try and stop the run, stop Cam Newton running. They're going to have to make them throw passes to Bird and Myers. And if they can so, do that. So are you, are you actually on the Jets? You, you think the Jets are a good bet in this game? So I like the Jets at double digits. If there's somehow, like I'm holding off on it now, just because it's the Patriots in prime time, we might, this number might go to 10 and a half. Wow. If it does, then I, I will certainly be on the Jets plus ten and a half here. Okay, so you would hold off at ten, but ten and a half, you think there's some value there? Yeah, the Jets finding a way to like stumble through the back door, at, you know, two a.m. drunk and like Absolutely. score a late touchdown, or like Gase kicks a field goal down seventeen to seven or something like that. I mean, you could you can see all those things happening. Yeah, um, primetime home dogs. That that's what we like to see. Let me ask you this: so, I mean, there's there's no I mean, you can't bet on, I don't know that you can bet on either of these teams to win the division. The Pats are now 25 to one. Do you think there's any value in Miami to win the division at, um, in the five to one range? Uh, I mean, if their defense keeps getting at least one touchdown a game, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Tua looks, he, he's definitely progressing nicely. I think that they, if I had to bet someone in the division, that's certainly where I would go. Okay. Yeah. The, the bill is obviously too, too pricey to deal with that. I think when I look at this game, uh, I would maybe be interested in, if I were going to take the, if you're, if you're dead set on not taking the Jets, and that's perfectly fine because the Jets are, you know, the Jets. I think that you would maybe be better served to look at the Pats first half line, which is Pats minus six. Cause I think it's entirely possible that the, that the Jets don't get out to a fast start and that the Patriots could script an early drive that could get them a touchdown. Um, and, and then maybe just hold on defensively. And and I agree that like Joe, like Sam Donald hadn't been good enough. I mean, the last time these two teams played each other, he saw ghost on Monday night football. Like he was caught saying, I've seen ghost. And so maybe Darnold isn't even the guy you want. I don't, I'll say this, Mike, I don't think, and this is sort of your point too. I don't think that there's a two point line difference between Sam Darnold and Joe Flacco. That's sort of the problem there. Right. That, that's exactly right. It's, you know, two and a half almost in some spots. We're thinking it could be two and a half to three by the time this thing closes. And I'm here to tell you that there's maybe seven tenths of a point difference between the two. Oh. That might be being generous. That's depressing for Sam Donald fans. But I mean, it's just the reality of the situation with what they have around them. And I do think Joe Flacco will be more capable of taking a beating, but the Patriots can't get to anybody. They have no, they have no pass rush. They have, they're not, they're not good. No, they're, they're not good. They're, it's, we all want them to be good because yes. of the coaching staff. We want them to be good because we're so used to them being dominant. They're, in my opinion, not a very good football team right now and frankly should not be double digit favorites. All right. So it's the Jets and look for a 10 and a half. If you want to bet that there is, I mean, there's just value in it. I, I agree with Mike completely. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll do props and some DFS stuff. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. 
The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Okay, so I've already bet a couple player props on this this morning, which is probably going to come back and bite me in the ass, but that's fine. Uh, I, I, I know that this game stinks. Like it's, it's probably not going to be enjoyable. People are going to spend the entire night complaining about it on Twitter, but I do think to your point, there is some value on player props. What, uh, what are you sort of eyeing when you're looking at props out there? So the props that are going to stand out for me is we're going to look at what the game script is supposed to be. Yep. So we've got the Jets as double digit favorites. We think we're going to be throwing a lot of passes potentially late in the game trying to catch up pace of play is going to speed up. So what I'm looking at is essentially most of the overs on the reception totals and then the over on the Jamison Crowder yardage. But if you look at the reception totals for both Denzel Mims and Brashad Perryman, it's only at two and a half and you're not laying a lot of juice to get over two and a half there. Um, Again, if Patriots pull ahead, I really think that we're looking for that backdoor cover. We're going to be throwing the ball pretty frequently. They're going to let Joe Flacco throw the ball here. They, they just are. They have to with the wide receiver group that's healthy. I, I agree with you. And I have, I, that was one of the ones I already got in. So that makes me feel pretty good. Uh, Denzel Mims over receptions two and a half at minus 122. Like he was targeted a ton last week and he had an opportunity to actually put together a pretty good game. Um, I, I like his receiving yards over at 29 and a half as well. I mean, it's a, like, like, I don't think he's going to, you know, I don't, I don't know that he's some game changing, like Jerry, Judy, CD lamb wide receiver, but I think he's a talented player that the jets invested in and that they're going to want to try and get the ball in his hands to make some plays and generate some offense. So I, I like the over on both of those. And I think I would bet that those close like Stefan Gilmore is not going to shadow Denzel Mims. Like that's not what they're going to do. I don't even know what, I don't even know what Belichick's plan is. Like, what is take away the best option? Like, maybe you just try and just like, like, I, I, do you just go after Jamison Crowder? I don't know, but, um, I do think that Mims is a, is a great target in terms of, uh, the receiving yard specials. Crowder's at 49 and a half right now for receiving yards. Is that, you'd rather attack the receptions at four and a half, right? Uh, actually on Crowder, I, I'm on the yards over. Okay. Uh, so I can see that looking at like a longer play to Crowder. Um, sure. Patriots, in my opinion, will probably try to stop Jamison Crowder and make Perryman and Mims beat them. Um, so I, I look for him to funnel more targets to Perryman and Mims, but I do look for him to connect on a few deep enough to Jamison Crowder to get that over there. Okay, and it's actually 51 and a half now on, uh, on William Hill. I think we will see too, like you see – Mims is at 29 and a half receiving yards for his total and it's juiced to 120. I bet that gets to like 31 and a half, 30. Like I get it. It's going to close in the mid thirties. And that's just like we're recording this at 1040, like 1030 ish in the morning. 
um, these props just move up throughout the day. It's just sort of how it works depending on like when guys get popular. Uh, Mims two and a half receptions. I bet that closes at three and a half or something like that. So, I mean, and that's, and you know this, and I, I pointed out too, like it, but it, those, that one reception is a huge deal. Like it makes a massive difference. Like if you got Antonio Brown at two and a half, you won last night on Sunday night. If you got him at three and a half, you took the L because of the, the game script. Um, now can, you mentioned, um, the game script too for this game. Do you, I think actually think Cam Newton's under on rushing yards is a decent play because not that I don't think they'll be running, but I think if the Patriots have a lead, they're not going to run Cam into the middle of this Jets off defensive line. I think, and it's like 49 and a half. That's a pretty stout number. Yeah, no, it's a super strong number there. Um, if I had to play it, it would definitely be an under. Okay. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played it yet. I haven't decided where I'm quite going on that. Um, could be a little far behind here. Do we know if Sonny Michelle is activated and playing or not? Uh, we do not know if Sonny Michelle is active. So I know they – I believe they're bringing him off the uh, injured reserve list and he could potentially play in this game. I don't expect him to have a large role. Yeah. But in the scenario that they are winning by more than 10 points, I could also see, you know, just more. there's more opportunities for somebody else to run the football. Uh, is kind of what you were saying there. So I'm kind of waiting to maybe see what kind of news we have there uh, before I pull the trigger on that one. Okay, so Sony Michelle coming back would benefit the cam under, you think? I think it would, just in the event that, again, that they're ahead, there's just fewer reasons for them to cam to need to put the ball in his own hands. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I mean, I really do think, like, they will get uh, – if they get any sort of a lead, they're, it's going to be Damian Harris, Sony Michelle – and just feed them the ball and let them, let them run over and over again. Uh, Cam, 51 and a half, excuse me, at, uh, I bet it at 49 and a half, so it might be coming down already. 51 and a half rushing yards at, uh, William Hill. Yeah, Sony Michelle doesn't have anything up. Um, what about, uh, first, do you like the first touchdown score? Any ideas there? Um, I, I honestly, I need to see the actual numbers on it, but first touchdown score, I probably, I think the value is going to be on the Jets side, uh, just because of their double digit underdog. Yep. Uh, so those numbers are going to be inflated a little bit on the Patriots side. So if I was going to do it, it's probably going to end up being Jamison Crowder, Perryman or Mims. Um, I mean, Crowder's, it's Crowder's, uh, William Hill Crowder's 10 to one for the first touchdown, which is a pretty absurd number for like yeah. the top guy on a team in any, in a, in a home primetime game. Yeah, he's a home primetime game. He's the top player outside of Cam Newton, essentially, in the game. Yeah. Uh, and actually, I think our sport, uh, Stephen O sent and said, uh, Stephen O at Sportsline, of course, sent a, uh, a note and said that at 10 to 1, we have a slight value of Jameson Crowder. The Sims have him at plus 990. So that's not bad either. Mims is 18 to 1. Chris Herndon, 22. Brashad Perryman, 16. LaMichael P. Ryan, 12. Frank Gore, 16. I mean, to put that in context, the Patriots defense is 22 to 1. Like you get any player on the Patriots defense is 22 to one. It's, I mean, like he's, that's the same price as Chris Herndon, which is kind of crazy. That's yeah. It's pretty unlikely. Um, all right, let's talk DFS. So how do you attack this slate? Looking at the DraftKings, uh, the Monday night, I can't believe they're doing a Monday night million maker for this, but why not? You can get a million, you can become a millionaire off of Pat's Jets Monday night in week nine of 2020. What a, what a world. Um, what a world. Beautiful thing. How would you attack this? So Cam is 19-9 as a captain. Crowder 16-8. Damian Harris, uh, Darnold obviously out. Damian Harris 15-3. Joe Flacco 14-1. And then Jacoby Myers 13-5. And the Patriots defense 11-1. Um, 
what would be your preferred captain? And by the way, you can read all of Mike's breakdown for his exposures and everything on sportsline.com. Go there and, uh, you have a promo code you want to use or just. Uh, if you want to throw out promo code Mike, they'll get their first month for $1 over there. Uh, highly recommend doing that considering we have the masters also this week. Yes. Uh, highly recommend going to, this is a good, this is a good week to go to sports sign and sign up and you get, again, your first month is a dollar. It's, it's, it's nothing. Use promo code Mike. Um, how would you attack this from a captain standpoint? So it's really straightforward at captain tonight, unfortunately. Right. So it's, it's Cam Newton is clearly going to be the top captain choice. Um, so I've got him basically almost a 50% probability of being the top scoring player on the slate, which should make a lot of sense to you when you look at this game. Um, so he's going to be, you know, at least 35, maybe up to that 50% number. Um, so later in the afternoon, I'll be looking at my ownership projections and then I'll be trying to make the best decision possible there. If his ownership falls short of my probability of him being the top overall player, then I'll go way overweight on it. I will double down on it and essentially try and oh, wow. further stretch that gap. Um, if not, if it's, say, I'm projecting him for 60 to 70% and I'm only saying he should be about 50%, then I'll probably pull it back to only about 40% on mine and go a little more extreme on the underweight. So I'm just looking for as much leverage as I possibly can in one direction, knowing that no matter what, I'm going to have at least 30% Cam Newton in the, in the captain spot. Okay. So let's say, so if you make 10, I mean, and you're, and you're probably going to do 150 lineups because, you know, you, 100, but, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100 because you play DFS. Yeah. But I'm saying for the, so if a casual person is putting in 10 lineups in this million maker thing, and again, that's probably stupid, but that's a whole different discussion about contest selection. Um, you would have your, depending on the ownership projections, you're putting somewhere between three and five of them are going to be cam as, yeah. as the captain. And then the idea being that, if everybody, if there's 50% of the field is, is going to have Cam as the captain, there is some natural, like great pivot opportunities to other guys. The question, so the question then becomes who? So after that, it's, you're basically going to be looking for two to three different scenarios. The next scenario that you want to play out is, is this going to be Damian Harris getting the, two, the touchdowns at the goal line? So Cam Newton doesn't have the rushing touchdown. Damian Harris scores two. There's a decent probability that Harris at least matches him in terms of overall value. Still may not be the top overall scorer, but he will become the top overall value. Um, Cam, you're, you're going to play Cam in 100% of lineups tonight, right? So he's yeah. either going to be your captain or he's going to be in the flex, but he's going to be in 100% of your lineups. He should be. So, so the, to your Damian Harris point, like it's a little bit like, when the Saints play in a primetime game, if you play Latavius Murray as your captain and he scores touchdowns and Alvin Kamara doesn't, yep. you've completely flipped the field. So that would be the, that would be the concept behind going with Damian Harris is he gets the rushing touchdowns. Cam gets nothing or Cam, you know, Cam still scores. You're getting points from Cam, but you're getting the captain points from Harris, which puts you above the field, right? Yes. And then the other scenario I would be building for tonight is either Jacoby Myers or Demir Bird. Um, build that scenario in which Cam throws two touchdowns, right? Some in that scenario that both of the touchdowns go to either Myers or Bird, they're going to be the top value on the slate. They're going to be the top player on the slate. So if I'm building for that scenario, I'm likely to have one of those wide receivers at captain, Cam in the flex, and potentially be off of the Patriots running game and stacking the uh, the Jets receivers on the other side. Okay, so you have – oh, I see what you're saying. So you're thinking like sh- – like- Red zone, and this is actually a conceivable idea. It's like the Patriots kind of move the ball a little bit early on. They get to the red zone. 
the Jets defensive line is, is pushing against him. So they decide to throw instead. Cam gets two passing touchdowns to Jacoby Myers. And then all of a sudden it's the Jets are in catch up mode. And while they're not going to be putting up monster numbers, you've yeah. got Flacco throwing to Mims. So you would do in it, in that sort of scenario, it would be like Myers is your captain. Then you also have Cam and then you have Joe Flacco and a couple pass catchers to fill Absolutely. that. Yep. Um, are you, a kicker, right? So likely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I assume you probably go Nick Falk because the Patriots are, yeah. Yeah. We, we don't think, uh, sorry, is there any, uh, what about some values? Any values? Frank Gore's 2,800 bucks. Hilarious. Chris Herndon, 1,600. This is nuts, man. Some of these guys are actually like, I mean, in theory, key parts of the offense and they're just dirt cheap. Um, Michelle, as you point out, it could be back 2,200 for him. Perryman's only 4,200. I mean, this, these guys are just not, I mean, like you can, you can do a lot of stuff with this, with this current, with the way this Absolutely. is. So it's kind of that. The reason why I like this slate so much, honestly, is when you look at it on the surface, you're like, okay, the Patriots should win, could potentially blow them out. I, I need a lot of exposure to the Patriots. And I really don't think you do. Uh, I think you need a lot of jets because the, the passing volume coming back the other way, New England's offense at this point, it's pretty straightforward. Like we, other than maybe Sonny Michelle coming in, we know where the volume is going. We know Bird's going to play 100% of wide receiver snaps, right? Yep. Kobe Myers is going to play 95% to 100%. Like we know that those two guys are going to be on the field quite a bit. Um, but speaking of value, the one guy that we haven't mentioned yet, uh, Gunner. I don't even know how to say the guy's last Gunner name. Gunner Oslowski. Yes. So he's kind of filled in that Edelman role in the slot. He is only $600 in the flex spot tonight. Uh, He's going to run enough routes and be on the field enough. Uh, in the scenarios in which this game is even remotely competitive, I think that he's someone that could absolutely break the slate. And that price point really allows you to have the top scoring player, Cam Newton, in the captain spot pretty easily. Okay. And so that's, you come down and then like, and to pay off a $600 salary is not difficult. Like one, I mean, two or three catches easily. for. 30 yards and he's paying it off because he's and his ownership should be pretty low. All right. I like that. I dig that. Um, man, this is an ugly game, but it is kind of fun. It is kind of fun to attack it from a DFS standpoint, because as you point out, the Patriots are, are not a complex like operating system on offense. They are going to try to get a, a lead and run the crap out of the football and get out of Dodge with a low scoring victory. I mean, I think at this point they either want to lose outright or just, get a win and, and move on. Yeah. Right. No, no doubt. Um, an, another note on this slate and just general showdown slates, uh, two of the things that you need to be concerned with if you're trying to win a million dollars, want to have a unique lineup, right? So you, yep. you don't want the exact same lineup that every other user is using. So the first way you can do that is not use all of the salary. So I know it looks fun and it's sexy to build a lineup that, uses all 50,000 of the salary cap. But when we look at the data, those lineups are heavily, heavily duplicated. Um, so if you're ever using an optimizer or any sort of rules, I actually love the idea of not allowing it to even give you that lineup, right? So set your maximum salary to 49,600 or 49,500. Okay. And because it, like I, I have all the data on it, but the last, the, the number of lineups that use all the salary or only leave one or $200 like you're literally talking 20 plus percent of the field, which is covering the rake in, in the tournament. Right, right. And that lineup very rarely wins the tournament. Yeah. No, I, I've actually, I've read that, that it, and especially for show, like 
it's not so much true on like a Sunday slate, right? Where a Sunday slate, right. it, it just sort of varies. It's kind of random, but on like a, on a showdown slate, you're almost better off. And especially in this one where everybody can get the main guys pretty easily because of, of how the lineups are, you know, how the rosters are built in the slate and the, and the, the field is built. Like you almost want to leave like a couple, you can leave a couple thousand out there and be perfectly yeah. fine with it. And so, by the way, Sportsline now has a, a lineup optimizer. So you can go and uh, use that too. Yep. I'll have my projections loaded up in there this afternoon and you'll be able to head over and get the exact optimal lineup if you want. Okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's like, like you can sort by value. It's like Cam is like, it, it, everybody play Cam is what I'm saying. It's yeah. No, Cam will be in a hundred percent of my lineups on both of the sites that I'm playing on tonight. Uh, I think you, you got to get him in there. He doesn't have to be your captain, but you got to get him in there. And, and to your point again on the salary, like, I don't, I haven't run all of my lineups yet tonight, but on the last showdown slate, I actually had lineups that left $8,000 on the slate, on the table. Holy crap. Wait, for last, for Sunday night, for? Uh, not, not for Sunday night, the, uh, Thursday night game. Thursday night. Oh, okay. Last right. night it was around 2,800 or so was my. Wow. Okay. That's, that's incredible. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah, so just that scenario where you get really cheap players in there, uh, like, like Gunner, right? So at 600 bucks. That, that changes everything. Do you care if I give a, a lineup out right now just for fun? Oh, absolutely give a lineup out. Okay, so this lineup only uses four, $46,800. Wow, so okay. Leaving, you know, $3,200 on the table. Cam Newton, Joe Flacco, Rashad Perryman, Nick Folk, Jacoby Myers, and Gunner. So scenario in which it's Cam Newton throws passing touchdowns, you're fading the running game there. You've got the kicking game, right? So what, yep. what, what that's telling us, right? Cam Newton has some success throwing the ball. They sell out to stop the run. They don't get the goal line touchdowns. Nick Folk kicks two field goals. You're right there. You got Flacco and Perryman throwing it back on the other side. Uh, that lineup, like I said, leaves $3,200 on the table and pretty good chance that it's a unique lineup or less than 10 people sharing with you there. Uh, yeah. And I would say too, on that, like look, look no further than last week when the Chiefs and Jets played. And the Chiefs, everyone, like I, like a jabroni was like, Le'Veon Bell is going to go nuts because he would have carries late. But the Jets are good against the run. Quinn Williams is starting to play really well. And so the Chiefs are like, no, we're just going to pass the whole time because the only, like it could be Cam Newton dinking and dunking to Myers and, and Bird the entire second half because they can't run. And then they turtle up and get a couple of yards. And Harris finishes with like 18 carries for 55 yards and, and no touchdowns or something like that. Um, and, in, in in that scenario, and the other or the other thing I was going to say too, to your point about leaving salary, when you are hand building these things on your phone, you know you enter in the couple of guys you want, and then it automatically slides. Or DraftKings automatically slides down. It's like here's how much you have left, and here's the best player available. And it's absolutely natural human instinct to just pick the guy right there, even though you might not like that guy. You're like, oh, that's you know, like that's the best value I have left for my cash. That's how you duplicate lineups and how you end up not winning a million dollars. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Good, good, uh, good DFS advice from a, uh, a DFS superstar. You follow Mike at Mike5754 on Twitter. And you also give out props usually. Usually. On, uh, depending on what's going on. And, uh, oh yeah, I noticed that get out, you tweeted about get out of town clown from Al Michaels last night too. That was gold. Just absolute epic. He's, he's such a joy to listen to. He's the best. He's like, you don't know what the spread was, Chris? Get out of town clown. Uh, all right, buddy. I appreciate the time. Excellent advice. Let's uh, let's get some props and some DFS tonight. Thanks for having me.